So uh, welcome everyone uh, to our uh, experience podcast today. Um, uh, and uh, this is NK from Service Handsome. I work as a head of customer experience at Service Handsome. And uh, with me, I have my colleague Tanuj Tiwan, head of product. And uh, we have very, very special guest, uh, Tivuk Swadi uh, from Alliance. And let's get in, dive into it. So, uh, but you like to our audience, just give you a, like, if you could share your quick brief about yourself and what you do and your role about your role at uh, Alliance. But, okay. Tivuk. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm a, a head of customer over, you know, reporting to the uh, chief marketing officer. So the, the CA part, is like, uh, you know, reporting to the CMO. I've been working in Alliance Life because in Indonesia, we have two uh, OEs, two operating entities, the Alliance Life Indonesia for life and health, and also the Alliance Utama for the PNC or for the general insurance uh, product. So I'm uh, I'm the uh, head of customer offer in Alliance Life. But with regard of the customer experience, that this is a set services because I also servicing the um, Alliance Utama. Yeah, and I've been working, yeah, I've been working for, this is my 17 years in Alliance. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm two years, you know, I'm two years down the road to the retirement. <laughs> I hope that you will complete, you know, you will complete your teenager in, in Alliance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. So uh, everybody like who is listening to us for the first time, uh, <clears throat> like, you know, we have opened a Spotify channel five months back and uh, where we invite CX leaders like Patiwok. Uh, and from all around the globe to share their thoughts. An episode is posted every week and the link uh, to our podcast you can find uh, in, the, in the chat box and also we will share this, you know, when this particular recording goes out. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's get in started. So we just want to like share to all of our audience structure of our today's conversations. We're going to talk about in three different uh, structure today. So it is going to be like section A where we will talk about the Alliance internal culture and section B is going to be specific to understand what journeys uh, like Allianz has taken and about talking about their service journey, bottom up NPS, likes of that. Mm -hmm. And then the last section will be talking about the how is Allianz making sure that CX is getting has ownership during the in, 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 in his departments, right? So let's uh, dive directly into the first question, Yuk. Uh, so, um, let us know a little bit about uh, culture at Alliance, how it ties to the core business values. Okay, so we see that we have this, what we call customer centricity. Uh, this is one of the five pillars of the Alliance Global you know, Renewal Agenda. This is launched in uh, 2015. So with this uh, customer centricity that we make superior customer experience as the top priority of all of our action. And to achieve this, of course, that we need to understand our customer emerging needs, and then we have to adapt our business accordingly. So we embed, you know, this customer centricity in the entire organization, steering and culture. And we also, you know, with the projects that we assess the customer impact. So for all projects that we have to assess the customer impact, positive or negative. And then also we have to mitigate risk and assessing the best timing. You know, if we want to launch, you know, our programs, our, you know, transformation or improvement and ensure that proactive and it's, you know, we have the proactive and empathic uh, communication. So for the Alliance Indonesia itself, our culture are trust, 
care and easy. So this is summarized uh, the way we work together and how we treat our customer, colleagues, partner and uh, community. And we remind ourselves, this is something that we launched, you know, like a few years back, that we remind ourselves with the hashtag, you know, uh, uh, happy life made easy. So it's very easy, you know, happy life made easy uh, for <laughs> us to, yeah, for us to continuously simplify the way we deliver our services and to create happiness. So basically that's what it means. So if what, you know, what trust? So what trust is accuracy on each customer's transaction uh, experience and okay. care. Yeah, and care that we making customer feel engaged because uh, engaged and valued because we treat them as a person. Mm. And easy, of course, that we ensure that each customer transaction is completed in simple manner and without difficulty, without the hassle. So basically, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Great. I think like I, I really uh, like to the point is easy. So why did you choose the word like easy in your in your culture? Yeah, you know what easy, you know, because Alliance, you know, we abbreviate the Alliance with AZ. So the okay. AZ, so easy, you know, E, AZ, and Y. So that's why we like it easy, you know, it's because it's simple and easy to understand. We have to be easy, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it's also to, you know, to remember. So we just, well, we have trust, care, and easy. We just don't want to have like this uh, bus words or something, just something that's simple that we could understand, you know, the right. whole company could understand, yeah. Absolutely great. I think like that's a great insightful. I think uh, my next question would be is uh, how you make this culture live in the organization means what does it make it live to everybody? Yeah. And what actions have been taken at Alliance? Okay, so we know like you know like in the like in the uh, like early two thousand, of course that maybe some company they have the OPEX right operation excellence, but for Alliance, you know like we have first introduced you know to you know to support this uh, customer centricity, so we have first introduced our customer experience to Alliance Indonesia in January fifteen two thousand fifteen. Okay. So basically, it's quite new, right? You know, because yep. I think that you know, people knows about the customer experience just only a few years back, right? Okay, so everybody, you know, with this, you know, with this customer um, uh, experience, that you know, every in the, everybody in the company, we feel, you know, is responsible to create a memorable customer experience and seamless end-to-end -end customer journey. So now we're talking about customer journey, you know. So we, you know, we, we make sure that everybody in the company is responsible to create the uh, memorable experience. And mm -hmm. of course, that we want the seamless, uh, you know, end-to-end -end customer journey. For us, with this launch of the customer uh, um, experience, that uh, Allianz have these five standards of end-to-end uh, -end customer journey. We are going to go details on the late, later on. And across these five journeys, it is important for us, you know, that, you know, the journey has to be relevant for the customer and it has to be simple and easy to deal with. And of course, that be empathetic and caring. So this is, we have to ensure that, you know, journey, we just don't want to create, create, um, uh, what you call that, the journey that was like so uh, so beautiful or something, but it has to be relevant to the customer. So right, with this right. uh, five standard, that this is what we look at, you know, when, when we have these uh, uh, five standards of customer journey. Um, so, um, so, and- I have a question, Bo, on this. Like yeah. when, when this trust, easy care, uh, when this uh, Alliance imposed this culture in the organization, Mm -hmm. Are there any events or something that you do that people remember this inside yeah. the organization? Yeah, yeah. But this is very exciting because like last year, we eventually, you know, launched this. This is fun. Maybe you guys remember about the Marvel 
um, Avenger, right? So we right. all like into this uh, uh, character, right? Yeah. So, you know, like uh, we create, you know, in Alliance, we create this, uh, what we call it the Alliance Voyagers characters. Okay. So this is like a superhero, right? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we, we want these Alliance Voyager characters like manifested the value of our trust, care, and easy. So we mm -hmm. have the six Voyagers uh, characters. Okay. Uh, so this is like a personal, you know, personal to the culture. Mm -hmm. So the, the employees can relate uh, each of the characters that they resemble. So, you know, like oh, okay. uh, one, one, one employee could have six, of course, right? But they could see like which is the dominant characters in that mm. they could resemble. So these characters, uh, we have to put this, you know, utilize or manifest it in each of the core value. Let's say for trust, we have this Owen. Owen is the mover and shaker. From the name, you okay. know, like the mover yeah. and shaker, they have to think that, you know, they have to think more about like, uh, you know, on the uh, status quo, you know, of the process of things. So we have the Owen and we have the Bon as Bon is a commitment keeper. Okay. And for care, yeah, for care, we have love, uh, moral builder and union, the connector. You know, the six character, actually we have all the uh, cartoon, you know, cartoon image. So this is right. like, a, you know, like a superhero. So this is very fun. And for easy, we have the kiss, you know, the simplifier and the Kai, the inspector and adapter. So this is fun because like last year, when we launched this, you know, everybody was trained. So we have all like different, this is before the, uh, this is before the uh, pandemic. And then when we have the pandemic, actually it's the online training, like for us. Right. And, and what's, uh, and what's interesting that each of our employees, each of us, you know, from the top, top down, you know, from top to down, you know, from the BOD to all, you know, to all uh, employee that we have our own assessment of, you know, of our character. You know what? What our dominant uh, character? character like for me, my dominant character is the union. You know the connector. So my right. second one is the yeah. My second one is the Owen in the movement and checker. But the other maybe could be law or something. But this is quite okay. fun. Yeah. So, so this, for every person, this character like they have to identify their own character. So have you created a questions that how a person can judge that this is my character? Yes, yeah, they have questionnaire then, you know, we have a test. Yeah. So we have that we have to, you know, like to fill in all the questionnaire, you know, and oh, they yeah. assess us. So they see that basically that, you know, but most of the time that, you know, when we, when we, uh, you know, uh, compare our notes, you know, they are actually, it's quite accurate though. It's okay. quite accurate, yeah. But that's it's fun. Like, that's actually fun. No yeah. fun. So, yeah, because we live it. Yeah, we live, you know, we live this, you know, so everybody will, uh, we look at that and put it in, you know, our core value. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. I think like this is very really uh, a great way of uh, how we can uh, make up the culture in live. And I'm sure that our listeners today would have like got some really interesting way uh, to make their own culture live and try and identify that yeah. uh, what characters yeah. of the people they have and yeah. they can try to make, like you know work with those characters. That's really great. Uh, yeah. I think uh, that, that that relates. I think it's really really fun. I think I'm I'm just really you know thinking and I'm just. I just got into some characters. Actually, I was thinking, I don't know what characters I be. <laughs> kind of that you could too, be you know? a commitment keeper, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Henry uh, has asked a relevant question that is very much related to this, is that if you are onboarding CX as a, one of the company's pillar, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, some and because there is some of the new age company focus on sales and marketing and revenue, then what is the process do you recommend uh, like onboarding CX as a one of the company's pillar. So how do you start the CX inside the company when 
most of the comp- uh, fa- like the founders the top management is still thinking about marketing yes. scale marketing but you have to know but, but you know with with having like this customer experience you know we, we call it the customer excellent program you know like okay. our global initiative so we look at the end to end seamless customer journey it's not just like oh we focus on the sales and marketing because if you look at that you know to give like a more true uh experience for the customer we have to look from the beginning until the end so mm-hmm. we could say that our you know for our customer journey you know our standard customer journey started with the sales and onboarding is the easy resolution or you know the, your customer management right and then of course that we're talking about the renewal and cancellation because you know insurance insurance policy could be canceled too right yeah um, yeah and then it's just like claim and also the outbound communication. So this whole thing has to be, you know, this is all the same, uh, you know, all are important because we're not just like focusing, you know, like on sales. So, you know, like the our sales 50% making the sales and then we have to think of, you know, like the whole, you know, the whole journey that the customer right. spend with us. So this is something that we have to understand. So we're not just like focusing on the on the first journey because it's very important, of course, you know, okay. everything is important. So, so one question on this, like, yeah. it now you have understood this all and you guys started this in 2015 and now it it, it is like a much more cultural driven now everyone loves cx right so one question like i think pai andri is also trying to ask is how did you in 2015 thought about this as a global initiative that okay cx needs to be a pillar we cannot just be dependent okay. on Yeah. So okay. how yeah. in yeah. in 2015, yeah. the back days. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So of course, the first one is a global initiative, right? <laughs> you know, you know, because if like if, you know we're we're a multinational company, if it's global initiative, then we have to do it, right? But of course, <laughs> we do it uh, because we we're not doing it because like it's a must, but we know that the important, you know, how important it is. So because you know to achieve the uh, customer centricity, we are transforming, you know, into a company that revolves. Uh, around customers so we design our products and services uh, from customer perspective okay. and you know and then overall is also that we are going you know our objective is also being a digital and data driven company because now mm-hmm. that you know that you know like more uh, the trend is right and we collect direct customer feedback using proven and tested survey tools so in that just like you know if looking again you know if you know like what is important you know like this first journey or the other journey so basically that we collect direct customer feedback all across journey using the proven and tested survey tools and methodology and we take action uh, based on what we learn so okay. you know like yeah if we know if we have the insight right if we know like what really the customer feedback so we can radically simplifying and digitalizing our products and processes and ensuring that we provide uh, or what we provide is relevant again the key is mm. relevant so we have to provide what relevant to customer and we delivering the superior value through of course the excellent and caring customer service so what i like here the word is relevant and it's also caring this is something that you know sometimes that we forget about it okay so one other question boot that came from octa vindya that uh, sometimes people don't give feedback that easily right and in 2015 when you started measuring it for the first time how did like you encourage the customers to share the feedback was there any communication that was made to the customer that we are making this change you know you know this is like this is something that we also learned you know like mm-hmm. you know if if you know if we uh, a true customer centric company actually that the customer is highly willing you know to recommend you know and okay. you know what you know why the you know if you look at the behavior why the com- you know the the uh, the customer wa- wants to uh, be willing to recommend of course 
if they have a recent contact, if I had recent contact, mm. and if I have a memorable experience, especially if exceeding my expectation. So this is also the thing that, you know, they are willing to recommend. And of course, that if a company is well known in the market and has excellent reputation, you know, a word of mouth in my environment. So again, this thing, you know, like for the customer behavior, if they want to be willing, if they have a recent contact, if they have like a memorable experience, especially, mm -hmm. and you know, like a wow, you know, wow experience exceeding their expectation. And if they know the company is well known and also that, you know, word of mouth, they, you know, like have a proven reputation in the uh, time. And so okay. as, as a customer centric company that, you know, surprisingly you have like more than, you know, more so, than so you get more now. feedback because of the way yeah. they, they start getting connected. So was yes. there like yes. have any communication done boo, uh, for the customers in 2015 that we will be initiating like bottom-up NPS and we would want you to fill up those surveys like for, 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 for so that they give you feedback, not just recommendations so that because see most of the times we have seen uh, that people don't respond to feedback that easily, right? Yeah, They'll right. say, oh, I don't know if Alliance is going to listen to me or not, something like that. So when you started this initiative in 2015, did you inform the customers as well? Like we will start this bottom-up NPS? Was, was there something like that done? No, as a matter of fact that, you know, we have this uh, top-down and bottom-up NPS, not, like, not just like in 2015. As a matter of fact, it's like the starting in the mid-2000, I guess, when we have okay. the OPEX and Operation Excellent. Okay. But the different thing, you know, because that's more like the technical, right, about like, you know, this is the operational thing about the excellence. Sometimes it's not, you know, the customer experience. When we launched it, this is like more about like customer revolving mm -hmm. about the customer so the customer service is about me you know it's about what relevant okay. to me and any question so we change the tone that you know with the, with the customer experience so our bottom-up nps is definitely now that you know we're not looking at the maybe like if you're looking at the uh, operation excellent you know the touch points should be some more about the process and then things so but we now that we have the five customer journey and then mm -hmm. we know you know we have like a sub journey too right and then that we also look at the what a customer touch point you know in each of the of the customer journey and we look at that and we look see what which with uh, you know which one is relevant you know critical to them right mm -hmm. and then you know that we we uh, decide that as the uh, as a what you call that as a as a touch point so you know like 2015 up until now we have like for alliance life indonesia we have 30 touch point you know across the whole five journey because okay. we know that's important for the customer and we want to make sure that because that's relevant and important for the customer and for our uh, pnc customer uh, uh, pnc co uh, company you know alliance utama uh, the general insurance that we have 10 so in all that we have 40 um, touch points uh, yeah, touch point as a BAU, but we yeah. also have like the ad hoc, you know, we also have like the ad hoc bottom up NPS touch point, especially if we have like this tribe, you know, like the agile tribes more for innovation or we have like other transformation or other improvement. So basically, so we'll talk about that too. Uh, so okay. one last question from uh, just, just one question I'll pick NK mm -hmm. uh, is, have you designed any product or any service or process based on customer feedback? Any Definitely. recent example? Definitely. Now it's become now it's become the uh, what you call the sign you know for sign off. You know if you develop or we design the product before going to the pricing, now okay. uh, that you know it becomes the uh, what you call that the requirement for the sign off. 
Okay, so for sign off, you have done something which was developed because yes, of the customer feedback. Yeah, and also because you know, like the our CX team has to be involved in all projects, you know, because that we have to assess, right? And we have like you know our feedback, you know, our especially our bottom up results. It's become the baseline, you know, for the for the projects, you know, to to look into. Okay, awesome. Absolutely. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I think like it was so interesting uh, information flowing up. I just forgot that I have to ask next question mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah well so i think like we we covered uh, a great uh, things on the culture side yeah so thank you so mm -hmm. much uh, by sharing uh, the details with us and with our audience today uh, the next thing that we want to go deep dive further into your service journey and specifically about your customer journey program yeah so uh, like first question is that what led you think that you have to deploy a customer journey or like a service journey so a uh, pardon so can you uh... mm -hmm. Like what led you to think like you have to now start the journey program? Why you okay. started your journey program? Okay, uh, now that we see why, you know, I think some of them are already uh, explained it. Then again, you know, why by having, you know, like this five journey and then, you know, we have to get the customer feedback on, on every part of the journey, right? So we know that we could come up with, you know, because we learn about, you know, uh, we have this customer excellent program, which we make this what we call it the uh, customer journey mapping. Okay. So even though we have, yeah, even though we have like this uh, five standard alliance, you know, globally of the customer journey, but of course that we have to make it, you know, to map it, you know, so we map it, you know, for each journey, we map it uh, by having like what we use the approach, you know, the customer excellent program. So we systematically measuring customer experience for each of the journey map. And then we identify areas for improvement. And mm -hmm. then we enhancing the driver of satisfaction along this customer journey. So if you look, it's more like a, a NPS based uh, methodology, you okay. know, where, where we identify the pain points and then driver of customer satisfaction across the journey. And from that pain point and the drivers, and then again, you know, we test it again with the NPS and then we come up, you know, we, we have like this idea, uh, what you call the idea, uh, ideation workshop. So we mm -hmm. have list down, you know, all this and then we come up with this uh you know with this uh idea and then we test it again and then you know like we are uh, we agree whether we make this as an improvement or whether okay. it could be like the improvement of process it could be a transformation of process so all based on the you know like understanding of this customer uh, of the customer union that we map so this mm -hmm. is like also like a very very true but very exciting you know process yeah, I, I think uh, that let me asking question is that how do you make feedback collected at these journey touch point actionable? So like everybody's collecting feedback at every touch points. And I think like you have measured that. Yes. But the key question is that how yeah. you are making it actionable in, in, the, yeah. uh, in the departments. Yeah. Yeah, because if we make an actionable, definitely, you know, the, the business process or the touch point leaders will also, you know, have like this ownership, right? Because they know, you know, it's about, it's about like my process in, you know, like my uh, responsibility or something like that. So we know that the first one that we could use is a close to look process. You know, okay. because like, you know, close to loop. So we know if we have like detractor of the complaint feedback, so we make it close to the process process with our service recovery team, because it has to be, you know, it has to be dealt immediately. Otherwise it be grow and grow and become like, you know, hard people forget. 
Yeah. So even people forget, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know, uh, we have this regular meeting, you know, because we have now, we have about 40, uh, 40 touch point leaders, right? So we have the mm -hmm. regular meetings when we have uh, the result that, okay. you know, we are discussing process improvement or mitigation with them. Because okay. so we know, you know, they know, you know, what's really happening. And then of course that we measure, is there any improvement uh, something like that. And then, of course, that the our bottom-up NPS dashboard present to monthly uh, management team and the steering committee. So, you know, like not, so the, so the, the bosses knows about this as well, right? So they are keep a brush, you know, on this, on, on this result. And uh, also that the bottom-up NPS result, like what I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. that we could use as a baseline. And we also use like a suppose research for process improvement or transformation project. So now like the bottom-up NPS, the journey now it's become like, you know, the reality, you know, it's become like a main requirement if you do anything, you know, in this company. And then okay. we also like, yeah. So we also collect quantitative feedback to identify the pain point in CX journey and root cause behind them. Because if we overcoming this problem, then you know it means that we are coming up with the innovation solution to exit our customer expectation. So this is something, you know, when you look at the um, sales and onboarding, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, like people in the life insurance industry that when we have like this, uh, uh, what you call that traditionally, when we have this, uh, all these application, they need also the document, a supported document, right? So, right. They, so usually, you know, like the people say, oh, okay, you know, like this uh, uh, SLA, you know, uh, service life and agreement is about like seven days. But, you know, like by having this journey map, you know, and also mm -hmm. like we have this ideation and we all we have the feedback, right? So we could think out of the box and we could radically, you know, changing this. So can you imagine now with for our, you know, uh, like, um, for the uh, what you call that, what we call it, the um, sales acquisition, right? The policy mm -hmm. acquisition. So instead of seven days, that we also have, of course, that we know in insurance we have the what we call it, like the uh, simple, uh, simple case. You know, that's been like you know, uh, no medical checkup required, but we know that those you know, clean case, what we call the clean. Right. So can you imagine that we have the five minutes, you know, for the approval wow. of like the simple. Oh, wow. thing? Yeah, but of course, you know, if you look at most of the uh, the products like the unit link, of course, the unit link for the unitizing, you have, you know, you have to wait, right, because of the unitizing. Right. But for the for the protection itself, can you imagine because of this, uh, uh, what you call that approach, and we have this uh, squad and tribe, you know, looking at this, now we have the five minutes straight through process. Wow. So something that, you know, so this is like the, uh, uh, what you call it, like the, benefit of like doing out of the box, you know, and, you know, like uh, meticulously look at the pain point and what really what the customer wants. I, I think you're delivering a great value there is making it easy for the customer. I would say that like, and that's, that's the core value that we talk about and how we are making it very, very easy to the customer that just in five minutes, you get the things done. I think that's, that's great. One, one quick question uh, about a week, I think like just uh, for our audience that we have talked about bottom up NPS a lot during our conversation. But some of some just to get more clarity that if you could share that what exactly is the bottom of NPS we have and uh, like you know uh, the difference between why, bottom why, up why, and why top down NPS. Okay, so okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I see. So we know you know like you know um, you know like uh, the way we measured you know our journey and then you know also like all the touch point that we use globally recognized NPS as our key metric, right? Um, mm -hmm. So for we you have to. So we have to like the first one is the top-down NPS. With top-down NPS that each allow us benchmarking against our competitor and industry peers. Okay. 
Yeah. So the difference with the bottom-up NPS is a transactional NPS, which uh, uh, you know, like uh, we choose the uh, critical and relevant uh, touch point, and then you know we are having like this uh, what you call it a real experience because our respondent is the customer who already experienced you know the transaction you know right. within, uh, the uh, touch point. Okay, so so top top down NPS is like the benchmarking NPS that you do where you compare yourself against competition, and bottom yeah. NPS is the journey touch point yeah. transactional yeah. NPS, which yeah. which if increased gets lead to an increase in top yes. down. It's NPS. a real, it's a real, real experience because you know, like for the top down NPS, uh, previously, yeah, uh, previously we have like this Cathy, you know, the Cathy top down NPS. So it's not like every month, so it's like every year, and then of course, you know. Uh, you know, we you know we just tell our our you know our vendor that you know we're going to have this and you know like this customer this so they choose it right. But right. the thing is, you know, like for top down NPS, maybe most of them are you know like not necessarily experience the real having real experience right. So right. they could be like the uh, what you call it the uh, perception. Right. So because they hear oh because I have a friend that the friends you know they have like this a uh, good experience with that or like a bit bad experience with that so uh, with top down NPS it could be about perception some of them but for the bottom up NPS it's a real one because our respondent is the customer who just recently have the real experience with this type real experience of so I, it's it's more real time as well right yes that, yeah. uh, because people remember it like once once they answer something and because they have done a transaction in the past three four days and if you ask the survey after that ideally yeah. it should be automatic yeah, i believe like, automatic yeah but we yeah. also have like uh, later on I, I will explain you know why we yeah. have also so, like this so, I get, I get point. so, so one other thing that i i focus when like we work with alliance we work with uh, other insurance and different sectors as well so what we notice that when we are doing this top-down nps we are in the even the questionnaire is also huge first of all like it's like yes, yeah you yeah. you have to ask so many things there and you are asking about service you are asking about application you are asking about everything so if you're yeah. doing that once a year, not everyone will remember what yes. happened with the application, yeah. what happened yeah. with that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that is why transactional NPS is important because everyone remembers immediately like, okay, two days back, I, I had yeah. a call like this. Now, mm -hmm. this, this was the issue that I faced. Mm -hmm. So that way, using bottom-up NPS actually helps you improve touch point one by one, right? Yes. It helps yeah. it on the overall level. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I agree with that because, you know, by having like this, you know, because we know from the beginning, right? Because it's like more, more frequent, of course, you know, for the bottom up NPS. So we know like which of the touch point, you know, in, in the journey that is critical that we have to look because, right. you know, like, yeah, because that when we deal with that and we try to improve that, we have the mitigation, at least, you know, at least we know it from the beginning, right? And mm. then, you know, when we had, you know, the time for the field work of the top down NPS, because mm. we know that, you know, we already, you know, we already fixed it. So the question for the audience is, are you meeting bottom-up NPS or transactional NPS at your organization? Or is it just top-down? So the question is for everyone. You, you just have to say yes or no. Would love to hear from you. And what is the key thing that you get uh, from us working with us? Like using okay. service and some, yeah. Okay, yeah, the service and some, yeah. So um, uh, we see that service sensor has a good understanding of our situation and requirement, you know, because like we have like this, uh, you know, because previously that we have a bottom up NPS with our vendor, right? But then when we talk to you guys, actually, you know, uh, you have the good understanding of our, our situation and requirement. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> and also, 
like you have this feature, you know, to provide us with easy surface creation. So we recreate a uh, surface, it's quite, you know, easy. So it's like user friendly to us. And of course the value for money, and then we also, yeah, <laughs> yes, because, you know, like if you deal with the global or like regional, you know that, you know, we have to get like this, you know, like, but this is like variable money and also flexibility, you know, because you guys are willing to improve or develop feature as per our feedback. So along the way, if you need like improvement that you are flexible to it. And also, like I said, it's quick response. My, my teams, you know, say that you have a quick response, you know, to them. So like, you know, that's very good, you know, because sometimes that we need, you know, your help, right? You know, we need, yeah. you know, to, to discuss things with you. I think that's what CX is all about, quick response. Yeah. And, yeah. And one other thing that actually is like, which you also, you know, are you also telling us about, you know, the methodology? You know, at first, you know, because the top-down NPS, usually people use CATI, right? <laughs> with telephone. So we learn, you know, like if, and also, like when people call the way when you call, you know, at the at not at the right time, you don't have like the good response, right? Mm. <clears throat> you are reluctant even to 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 call. Sorry, you know, when I got you know cough, it's not because coffee. You gotta take some water. Yeah, and also that you you see that you know like with the Kathy, that's one of the weakness, right? Because like people mm. attend, you know, to reluctant to you know to to take the phone. And also, like surprisingly, when they took Kathy, you know, I don't know, maybe it's become like I don't know, it's the Indonesian or it's the Asian. If you talk, you know, to directly to the person, the person is also reluctant to to give you like the honest uh, feedback. Uh, yeah, the the correct feedback, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the transparent feedback. But now that we see that if you look at digital, you know, mm -hmm. then, you know, you turn to get like more freedom because, you know, like you right. can do it, you know, on your own time, not like, you know, mm -hmm. directly that you have to, to give the feedback, right? That you can give the feedback at the right, you know, on your own time. And also that you have, uh, what you call that you have, uh, you know, flex, I mean, like you have transparency because, you know, you don't eat and you don't have like to feel reluctant because, you know, you just uh, save it. So know right. that the, the response is more, uh, what you call it is more um, uh, uh, more true, yeah. So that's why that you also mentioning about like having the digital top-down NPS, but that's very good though. You, you're just not like telling about like this thing, but you can also, let, there's another, you know, methodologies that we could look to improve. Okay, it. absolutely. I think this like, is very I, good. I would, you know, this is very good of you. Yeah, guys. I would relate that like, you know, our motto is to uh, like, you know, make every feedback actionable, yeah. yeah. So that That's our vision. And uh, yeah. We want to make sure that like, you know, we make it so easy and available at your doorstep. So I think that is where like support service is, is the great yeah. part of it. Like, and we want to make sure that like, if you need a support, you are, we are always been there uh, in your, in your language as well. So we can, mm -hmm. we can support at your, at your ease. So coming back to easy as well, like coming from Malian. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make it easy for you as well. Uh, I, I have one question that came from uh, Dita Prativi. So she mentioned, how did you design the CX survey to get as many actionable insights to improve the process? The question, right? This is something yeah. that we have when we design a questionnaire, you know, because the question, something is like tricky, yeah. But of course, you know, for the for the bottom-up NPS, we have the question, of course, the first one is about like, how likely are you to recommend, right? And right. then, you know, okay. like, and we say like, uh, what and why but I also now I noticed maybe something you know technical to you guys that we could also like add some uh, question to that you know yeah so so what yes. but for uh, what I would like to add in this like 
for Alliance and all uh, also other the, the companies that we work with, it depend on the touch point that we have. So, yes. like who mentioned, we have the NPS question as always at the end, but we also add the CSAT question at the top, like how satisfied were you with this transaction? So that's yes. the most important part, and yes. that's the most yes. simple. So bottom up NPS should not be a bigger questionnaire. It should yes. be a simple questionnaire Absolutely. asking about how was your transaction and maybe yes. few key, key drivers questions like. How was the agent responsiveness? If it's talking about the contact center, how yeah. knowledgeable was the agent? How was yes. the wait time? So just picking the objective and doing three, four questions in a bottom-up NPS is a yes. good enough strategy. And yeah. to improve on it, it's actually what Boo Devuk mentioned before, like the mm -hmm. service recovery team giving the closed loop, calling mm -hmm. people who give a negative rating to understand much deeper. Because sometimes mm -hmm. in service, they won't answer everything, right? So sometimes you have to give them a call to understand more deeper. So that, that is what our CX strategy would be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank I'll, you. Thank you, Tanuj, for that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll end this poll. Uh, and meanwhile, Boo, there is another question uh, that just came in. Yeah. I uh, that question, Tanuj. Can, can you take that up? NK yeah. from Hendra. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use uh, other metrics? Like other than NPS for touchpoint, basically CES, CSAT or CES as well. Because by starting previously, that the questionnaire is about like one to ten. We know that for Indonesians, mm. sometimes they don't really familiar with the one to ten uh, score of the NPS. But right, we right. started also like a few years back that we started what we call it the five star ratings. Okay. Uh, because like our OEs, you know, Alliance OE, any other OEs, they use the five star rating. But you remember that we also ask the uh, five star ratings because it's easier. For them you know to rate you know from one to five so from the uh from the bottom up nps yeah, we also have like this question for a five star, star and then star as a fact, okay. yeah yeah because uh, we use you put it fit also there because like from the five star that for us we starting to publish it you know to the uh to our website you know mm -hmm. uh, what is the rating against you know we choose the uh very uh, important um touch point for a customer and then mm -hmm. we put let's say for for uh for the motor you know because for the uh, motor uh, you know assurance immobilia for indonesian is motor that we have that clay motor we have that uh, back in 2019 i guess you know that it's already published and then some of our touch point on life is also a five star rating we put it in the in the what you Got call it. that in the, yeah so because okay. because easier yeah because easier we, we combine it we just combine it you know the question okay. there okay thank you so yes. much uh, nk i'll share the results of the poll yeah. Uh, so the good thing is like uh, the majority have already started like uh, using automated feedback system, but there are some which are doing manually like around 50% and uh, some are not doing it. So hopefully like okay. this, uh, as the digital is going forward and forward, this will, uh, the number will keep on increasing for the first one. Yeah. So I'll stop sharing this. So Boo, one more question from the Pahendra, which is how did you build NPS to be one of the most important parameter for CX? Like, and how is, is like every touch point responsible for an NPS target as well? It's depend, you know, like, you know, it's depending, you know, if like, you know, if you have like this project, you know, for the, uh, what you call for the, uh, uh, what improvement process or transforming again we look at the journey and then then you know what our uh, you know nps results showing mm. you know for that certain journey we we use it as a baseline and we okay. use it as a pre uh, as a, a post uh, post project you know and also that we monitoring it uh, you know regularly to see like whether there's an improvement is that the question uh, so uh, what what they are trying to say like 
did you get any rejections uh, for from touch point owners when you were setting up like nps target for them and oh, of course at first yeah at first <laughs> yeah yeah you know at first that you know they think that you know and i tell them we're not an internal audit you know because you know this is something that you know that we say that oh, i don't want to put it that because otherwise you know i'm the touch point leader and also the you know the director that i don't want you know like my my uh what you call my uh my process within my uh responsible that's really transparent and showing and we tell them you know we tell them we're not the internal auditor so we're not like <laughs> you know like uh, what we call it like we just give like uh what you call like some uh some difficult to them right? right but what we see is like the way why we want it because it know it's important it is just you know because it's an end-to-end -end customer journey and we know like this touch point that is very relevant to customer we don't want the missing link that your part is a missing link we don't want to you know like to judge you with that it's of course you know even though in you know they started with the minimum uh with the uh, what you call that negative score right but we have like we have like some point you know at first the um the touch point leader is very reluctant you know at least very you know like very and say like a rejection to that but of course right. that, again we have the customer uh, management team right i mean we have the management team and also the customer experience steering committee that you know they have like something the instruction that you have to do it right so this is something that you could do but of course that of course that you know we also have like the cx you know we always are communicating you know we always communicate the objective you know the timeline mm -hmm. on, on the responsibility you know a, a deliverable something like to them you know we have to clearly uh, uh what you call explain to them and tell them we're not judging them you know yeah. it's like for the so that's of most us. important communication yeah, that was important, yeah and then you know one of the one of the part that you know like and this is like one of the, the touch point that have like a big volume right at mm -hmm. first the touch point leaders are reluctant but then you know they started with the uh, negative but like in you know it's like not, not less than a year they improve that much to positive score and then oh. you know in our customer uh, cx uh, cx uh, uh, workshop we award you know like this touch point leader because they have like the highest improvement so of so course that's, because a, that's now a very that, good point yeah yeah because the way, that, the way yeah. we think sometimes you know we we mm -hmm. are the cx team that we have to deal you know we communicate uh, you know very clearly what is the objective and then you know okay. you know again we're not you know, we're not like judging them. We're not internal auditor that they keep you know, punishing no with them. No, no. What we need is the improvement. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. think once they see one success story, yeah. other touch points owners automatically follow that. Yeah. That these guys oh, are not. Oh, definitely. Yes, definitely. We also have that this video, right? So we just not that having you know the customer. Of course, one of the point you know that we should also having like the customer testimony. You know, if they have the improvement, mm -hmm. it's like it's a very powerful. It's a very powerful uh, also media that we use this customer testimony if we have the customer event. But we also have like the testimony of our staff. You know, like Stop. when they're doing it. Uh, you know, the testimony of the touch point, uh, you know, those people, you know, in, in the touch point uh, leaders or the touch point or the business processes, we also, you know, those we, who have the, uh, what you call the experience, uh, the big growth, we also, mm -hmm. you know, tape them, you know, we have the video. Oh, that's and then, Yeah, yes. Yeah. And then we yeah. put that, you know, maybe we also put that. Uh, and also the thing, you know, we also have like this one, uh, uh, you know, to have the buy-in, you know, why important or why important this, you know, this job. Sometimes we don't know what the frontline job, especially the frontline job, right? Because they have right. to deal with the customer directly. Mm -hmm. But we also have like the listen to the customer, 
listen to the customer um, watching program. Before right. the pandemic, of course, that you know, uh, you know, they they could sit next to the our you know our call center or things, and they could put in so they know you know how difficult you know how the customer feedback you know is really uh, how how they deal with the customer something like that. And we also have like this what we call it you know idea to success that we, you know we have like we have like this real case that we have from mm -hmm. customer, and then we have the contest for our stuff you know how they deal with that you know and that's very good okay. because they, now they, they you know they have like the ownership that customer you know we have to revolve around customer so i i'll ask this question much deeper i really yes. love what you mentioned yeah. uh, can you can you explain a little bit about more about this contest like a problem and then you you mentioned that frontliners are involved to yes yeah yeah. Um, yeah yeah before the pandemic of course that we are all you know working in office right so it's I, easier that, that you, was know, easier. They could deal, yeah. you know they sit with the call center you know all the customers and then they listen they they look at the uh you know like how they interact and how the customer you know um uh, deal with us but then when you know during this work from home that we have of course that we choose about you know every month that we have mm -hmm. one case real case that we have from the customer okay. and then yeah we just put through the internal uh internal communication and then mm -hmm. we have the contest so we have this case how do you deal with this so we oh, have wow. these ideas right I, yeah. That's and, then really of course, one, yeah. yeah and of course yeah. like this yeah like these people who have this idea that you know with the contest that you know we have that the, the front runner or the top case that right. of course that they want to have the exposure to the management right and mm. you, see, you know when we have the town hall we tell them that uh, this person you know who have this you know the top ideas of having you know like the customer solution of course those people want to have like the uh, ex uh, you know exposure to the management this is something you know if I think that how, how good they would feel yeah. if they yeah. are give, getting a chance to present some of their case in front of the top management right this is like yeah. 100 employee engagement yes. and plus employee experience yes. this is an absolute yes. beauty yeah love yeah. it yeah. yeah and we you know and we have like you know we always have to do this in in our town hall so our town hall is not just like uh top down but we also like very engaging you know so all, all, all right. stuff, no, like, that's very I, I would love to attend one one day yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. okay go ahead yeah yeah i think like these are like we we, we came to these questions a little fast because we were asking about like you know the uh cx ownership but i think like you have very beautifully explained i think you know no judgment and how we embark like you know the frontliners to the you know the uh, sharing their ideas very freely and openly like making up that they 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 have the count in the entire system you know it's there is nobody's judging your your yes. views it's really really absolutely like one of the key core value of alliance i think like that that that's great to hear could you share one success story uh, about like how NPS actually worked as a referral points or cross-selling, upselling point for Alliance. Yes. Uh, for us, like, you know, like for the NPS, of course, definitely more into like the leads, uh, uh, you know, like the referral program and the leads, you know, okay. because, you know, again, you know, if we have like a good NPS result, you know, like a group top-down NPS result, or we know that, you know, there are improvement because of the bottom-up NPS result, then right. again, you know, like the 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 the, the, the customer have the good experience on it, right? Uh -huh. So there's also that we could ask them, you know, we see we, we could have like this program, maybe call it customer get customer. Customer get customer. Get customer. Okay. Yeah, because you know that you know we have this offering and then we send it to the customer, you know, and then of course that we have this we give this lead 
to the uh, servicing agent. That's for ah, sure. Ah, okay. Wow. So, so someone yeah, gives you. a NPS, a good NPS, like a nine or ten. So you give this to your agents, like cross sell it to them. Yes. Ah, okay. Because, because if they promote it, it's not like ten, yeah. Because we know sometimes you say ten is for gut, right? But you know, like eight, nine. But basically, you know, we have the average of nine, or like even eight to nine, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, no, no, it's eight to nine, right? Uh, still a promoter, yeah. Yeah. So basically, that is true, though. Those, again, you know, they're promoter because they like us, right? They rate us you can higher. ask them directly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Is there a metric that you set up for the team, which are like this? This is something that is coming from the reference. So they mentioned that. Could you share what metrics do you use for this? Like, if someone gives an NPS, you give it to the sales team, uh, the agents, right? So do you measure that as a metric as well? We have, we, we could, actually, we have the, we have like this data warehouse and data science team. Okay. You know that you know, and also that we have in in Martin because we have like this, uh, you know, she's uh, in charge of uh, market and customer analytics. We do customer analytics, so we have like all this analytics, you know, from parameter including the uh, NPS. And and so so and have then you we have this. When and we, when we have like this system, you know, the leads management that we put in the agent, uh, agent platform, you know, they have right. their platform, right? So we, we call it leads management, and there's a reason there. There's a reason there. So this is something that we are now try to, uh, because again, that we work into the single customer view, right? So this mm. is something that the NPS should be like a parameter in a single customer view and has to be available. But now that we in our in our CRM system, this is something that we are developed. So uh, if if the if, if the front line looking uh, open the uh, what you call that the system and they know they are flagged, you know, like this customer, but we are still working on it. We we have already the, the improved uh, CRM, but regarding the flagging of you know they are promoter or something that you know we are that needs with. to be done okay so i i think we'll work on that together uh yes. send, sending it to the crm once the integration is yes. done so yes. one last question i have is uh do you have any example uh funny example can be or a crazy example when you received some negative feedback from the customer and then you have to convince the other touch point owner that please prioritize this and how did you make sure that they prioritize any crazy or funny example will also do hmm. so this is something of course that uh, i couldn't really like you know leak this much yeah but we have of course that you know like i said if we have this distraction a detractor you know as a complaint and then we work with the uh, service uh service recovery. recovery and then of course that we have to deal, you know, with the other department. Basically, it's about like claim or something. So it could be a health claim. So this is something uh, with that. But of course, that we have this steering committee, right? The steering committee, they have like this, you know, reluctant, they, uh, you know, like a uh, relevant, um, what you call BOD or even like the head of department. So again, that if we could, you know, have like some difficulty, then we could escalate it to the steering committee. You, you can see the poll right now. We'll uh, love your response on that. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, thank you everyone for like joining today and thank you both Evoke for sharing such insightful uh, conversations that you did. Yeah, it was lovely having you, you and lovely learning from you. Yeah.